0: We are back with more currency with Chris and Ian. So last week, we talked about the basics of investment. And this week, we're going to do a bit more of a current topic. And we have a pretty funny story of how we, we came up with this topic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so so last summer, had my car here, came back from school. Uh, my car didn't really have any few, uh, any gas, so I had to full tank my car. Cost me about in the low 30s like 32 34 dollars or something like that and then this summer
1: hold on can can you stop for a second you said you just said full tank is that like a like a like a midwest thing i've never heard anyone say that
0: really full tank your car
1: yeah i always hear always people always say just like like i filled up my gas tank or i got gas i've never heard people say full tank my car
0: (laughs) really yeah damn i don't know you just said that in recording that would be funny we are recording Oh, oh, oh! I thought you were, I thought you were cutting it. No, I didn't mean stop. I mean, I meant like
1: hold up. I never heard oh. that before. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: keep yeah. Going, it might it, might, it might, it might, it might not be an East Coast thing, y'all East Coast peoples. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so back to this summer. Came back, I had to a uh, full tank, my car again, <laughs> and uh, this time. Yeah, I got in my car right. So I looked out, and it was approaching 30. So I got in my car, getting ready to stop it, and it just kept on going and going and going. I think I told you it cost me like forty-seven dollars or something like that to full tank my car. Damn, bro, my back pocket was
1: hurting. Yeah, I when I got back, I filled up. It was like forty something. I think it was like just over forty. But I think I have a smaller gas tank than you do. Yeah, possibly. So. So So that's why, why is the price of oil so high right now? The price of gas so high right now?
0: Oh, yo, (laughs) I don't know. Does it have something to do with the Iran nuclear deal? It might be,
1: it might. (laughs) So do you want to start by defining, uh, just kind of understanding what oil, how oil is priced and what, what everything is?
0: Yeah, for sure. So I'll start out with a definition of something called a barrel of crude oil. Which is how most indices um, how, they, how they talk about the oil prices. And it all started out so in the, in the early 1860s when oil for, uh, like oil was a new industry, um, it was stored in like jars and other types of vessels that people can just find. So there was no way of knowing how much oil was actually being sold. And then they got inspiration from the, from the whiskey industry who transported whiskey using wooden barrels. So that's how barrel of oil became a thing. And it's 40 gallons plus two more gallons to cover spillages. So one barrel of crude oil is 42 U.S. gallons. And, uh, yeah, nowadays they don't really use barrels because it's not, not very efficient. It's all pumped into big trucks and big vessels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting and, how they accounted for spillage like that. Things. Yeah, they added two, two, uh, two gallons. Mm-hmm. And um, so a barrel of crude oil, they also measure it uh, using U.S. dollar currency, just so it's easier to trade using one currency. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine having to do all those conversions with it in the corporate finance for like 15 mm-hmm. different countries' currencies? That would be That would be bad. Plus, imagine yep.
1: if it was... Uh, if they use the metric system in Europe, and then we had to convert to gallons, and then yeah, from, true, that would be that's that's an engineering problem. <laughs> that's not that's out of my field.
0: That's <laughs> out of my field too, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so we have that definition down. Now uh, we're going to talk a little bit about how oil is priced. And I thought so when I when I first did research about this, I thought it was just simple supply and demand. And at first, it kind of was. So uh, the higher the supply, the higher the price and demand is low at at the same time. But there's actually a lot more that goes into that, which makes it very complicated. There's something called the oil futures market. Mm -hmm. And there's two types of traders that set the price. There's hedgers and speculators. And I think we touched a little bit about what, hedging was in our past episode Mm
1: -hmm.
0: a little bit so yeah a little bit so basically um so hedgers are companies that buy futures contracts uh, in case the price of oil changes it increases then they can still buy a certain price so the buyer and seller will agree on a price of this contract and that sets a little bit of the price of oil in the oil futures market and then there are also speculators who are just people who are guessing the direction of the price of oil and they're not really intending to buy the product. This also sets up the price a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in re- relating back to supply and demand, even though there is so much oil production, oil production is super high, uh, distribution and refineries don't uh, operate at 100% capacity. So that's how we're able to keep these oil prices at a stable price, and it's not just cheap oil everywhere.
1: Hmm, interesting.
0: Yeah. So, um, I don't really know. You, men- you
1: mentioned about uh, speculators in in the futures market. The, I think I, I find futures very interesting because it's the it's the closest you can get to really. Just straight up gambling in the market there's really no like asset behind it. It's just I think the price of this is going to go up, and someone else is saying I think the price is going to go down. So that's that's kind of interesting. There's a part in there's the uh, an explanation of that in the in the Big Short in the, when they're at the, the casino table, mm-hmm. and everyone going back is like, oh, I bet that this guy's going to beat that person. Then it's oh yeah, yeah, bunch of stuff like that. I think I thought that's kind of interesting. Um. So and then you you want you mentioned something about OPEC earlier.
0: Oh, yeah, right. So another, uh, another factor in how oil is priced is OPEC. So OPEC is a group of 14 countries who are the major oil exporting nations in the world. They control about 40% of the world's oil supply. So because of that, they're able to change the price however they can. So they can limit uh, – they can restrict how much oil can be produced. So that forces prices to either go up, go down, or stay stagnant. And Iran is actually one of the nations in OPEC, and that leads us to now the Iran nuclear deal. Yeah, so we kind of I
1: mean, we haven't mentioned this yet, but this is kind of uh, the backstory is why oil prices are going up so much. So starting all the way back in 1989, which was when uh, Iran started Project Ahmad, which was basically their nuclear weapons development program, um, and then they were supposedly it supposedly stopped in 2003. Um, but then, two years later, in 2005, the IAEA, the International Atomic Energy Agency, which is like a, which is a, a subsidiary of the UN, they came in and said to Iran that they were all good, they'd stopped all the nuclear production. Um, they, they, were, they were basically clean, they, didn't, they weren't doing anything wrong. Um, <clears throat> then fast forward again in 2015, Obama came out and signed the uh, JCPOA, which was the joint comprehensive plan of action which the the goal of it was to get rid of nuclear weapons in, in the world, basically, and try to keep the the risk of a nuclear war as small as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so 2015, he signs the JCPOA uh, and puts that into effect. And it one of the countries that signs on is also I- Iran. And basically what the JCPOA, which most people refer to as the Iran deal, uh, what it did is it put... It lifted all these sanctions that were currently on Iran. Uh, for example, they had a restricted missile and arms industry. Uh, they had restricted nuclear industry, obviously. They had restriction on their petroleum industry, restricted banking, restricted shipping, trade, all this kind of stuff. And what the JCPOA did was basically lifted all those sanctions and said, okay, Iran uh, we will help you economically, we will help you develop as long as you reduce your petroleum and reduce your uranium reserves, which are two... Uh, major components in the production of nuclear weapons. <clears throat> so they reduced those, they supposedly reduced those, uh, those reserves and they supposedly stopped, all, and they sp- supposedly reduced the technology they had to produce nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. Then just this year in April, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel came out and gave a speech and he, bl- he just straight up said, Iran is lying and that they're still producing uh, nuclear weapons. They're still still doing all this testing. Um, Then the IAEA came out again and said that they were, in fact, uh, still clean. They weren't doing anything wrong. And then a couple months later, actually, I think in early May, uh, President Trump came out and said, uh, we're pulling out of this Iran deal. They're still producing these weapons. They're... they're They're not listening to all this stuff, and he claims it's going to make the world safer. He claims it's going to keep the Middle East under control, but we don't really know what's going on. So right now, uh, the Iran prime minister and President Trump are kind of going back and forth as to uh, why we backed out of the deal. Uh, We can't And Iran said that we were kind of going back on our promises. Uh, So it's kind of increasing tensions as opposed to decreasing tensions. So yeah, that's what—that's why Iran is so unstable right now, and why why the price of oil is fluctuating so much. Because of all the
0: uncertainty. Yeah, because of all. that. I don't know what else. Yeah, I don't know
1: where else to really go with that. Um, I do know kind of outside of uh, outside of oil per se, there was a banker that was recently indicted uh, in in I think it was in New York because he was helping. Some company evade Iran- Iranian sanctions, so this is this is kind of a pretty broad topic. It's not just it's not just oil, and it's not really just nuclear weapons. It's kind of a big it's kind of a big deal globally. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of industry that kind of, that goes through Iran that we probably wouldn't we probably don't realize.
0: But so, well, if um, go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say is this pro- there's probably going to be. Some type of resolution coming, hopefully soon. But we'll see. What hopefully, exactly happens. I know we're now starting to uh, start to go China. back and forth with China again. Yeah. So maybe we'll have a second episode on tariffs.
0: That's what I'm thinking. We could probably um, do a follow up on that. Wait, we
1: should wait for it to actually something to be put in place first.
0: Yeah, it's still it's still kind of we don't know what's still going to happen. Mm-hmm. So. There's a yeah. lot of uncertainty. And uncertainty will lead to uh, a lot of price change in the stock market. Mm-hmm. If, if you uh, listen to our past episode, um, knowing knowing these kinds of news will help you uh, kind of make make educated decisions on what to do with your stocks if it's related to these industries.
1: hmm yeah, it it's definitely opens up opportunity for speculation. For example, in, in the oil futures market, um, so uncertainty can be both be good and both and can be both good and bad. Uh, it kind of puts volatility in the market, and the price of stocks will go up, and price of stocks will also go down. It's just you kind of gotta if you you have to what you're doing basically speculating on whether it's going to go up or down, and placing bets on what do you think is going to happen. So, yep. I don't know. Aside uh, from, aside from oil, I don't know. I think uh, nuclear weapons are kind of a big deal that we haven't really been paying enough attention to globally, but that could be another episode also. Possibility. If it's for currency. Possibly. So, um, I know we didn't do a game this episode, but we kind of had a lot of definitions to go around, and we didn't want to throw it all on one of, one of us or the other. Yep. But,
0: so, well, uh, yeah maybe we'll pay 2k for a uh, definition next time <laughs> i have to buy 2k first <laughs> <laughs> and a ps4 yeah but all, right, I all think right
1: this is a good ending point um if you want to close this out
0: yeah for sure so um that's about the oil and the iran nuclear deal keep up with news because uh there might be a lot more things going on and we'll see you all next time for next episode